Welcome to the Trump Tater Program and happy Groundhog's Day. I'm Jamie Renda, your host, and it happens to be my birthday. I was born on Groundhog's Day, and so today I'm going to give our Trump Tater of the Day award to the Groundhog. Six more day, six more weeks of winter, and Utah definitely needs six more weeks of winter as far as we have not had very much snow packed at all this, this winter, so we could use some more snow and uh, Anyway, it just hasn't been much of a winter here. Not that I like it cold, but uh, definitely want some more snow up on the mountains. So I got an email earlier today that I thought I'd start the news program on. It's from change.org. Now, I'm a believer that you have to understand how the other side is thinking. So I follow a lot of different uh, sites that kind of tell me what their cause of the day is. And so when I read this one, usually I won't share these, but I thought this one I needed to share. It says, Jamie, Costco stores face heavy criticism for the way pigs are treated in its supply chain. Many mother pigs are stuffed into stuffed into cruel and inhumane gestation crates. Um, these crates cause extreme pain for the mother pigs, preventing them from even turning around. That that's led tens of thousands of shoppers to demand change from Costco. They're signing a petition asking Costco to take immediate steps to protect the pigs. Join them and tell Costco to end the use of gestation crates in their supply chain. Now, it's not that I don't have sympathy for pigs because I do. But I think of my daughter right now who is expecting Um not comparing her to a pig either. So I got to be really careful on my, (laughs) on my language here. She's expecting next week. And I think of the lack of outcry for the babies that are being aborted late term abortions and the pain that they go through and uh, the lack of inhumane practices that we allow to take place against Uh, little tiny infants that uh, we should be there protecting. And uh, again, I'm not anti-pig, but uh, I just find it kind of just heavy that, uh, that there's so much outcry from people on the left who don't care uh, about the inhumane practice of these partial birth abortions and, they'll put their time and energy in protecting the comfort of a mother pig um, from Costco. So anyway, just the world we live in, but uh, just perspective. So if you're, if you're concerned about the way Costco treats the pigs that provide your pork, please contact Costco. Uh, If you're also concerned about Joe Biden's latest attempt to extend abortion and us paying for abortion overseas, extending the, the length or time period in which abortions are legal, then please contact your legislatures and let them know. And please um, do everything you can to support the pro-life causes around you. So anyway, just when I read that, I just thought, you know, since we just celebrated the pro-life day on Saturday um, and then to have this pop up today, I just thought it was kind of ironic. So Anyway, you you can care about both, but please care about babies over pigs if you can. So let me see what else is happening today. I, I you know I got a I got a call from my son. I don't know if he listens to my program, so hopefully I'm not going to embarrass him or get him upset if he is listening today. But I have a I think I've mentioned a, a, I have a 22 year old that's over in Africa right now. Um, at the military and he calls me this morning and wishes me a happy birthday and uh, tells me that a, a woman that he works with he was going to send me a fruit basket I guess and a woman he works with said he, I would probably rather have a massage and a facial and uh, 
So anyway, that's what he's getting me. But I thought, and then I had my other two kids call me. I have four kids, but two more of my children called this morning. And then I have another son I'm going to go to lunch with this afternoon. And I thought, man, of all the screw ups that I've done as far as being a parent, because you can make many, I must have done a couple of things right because I have four awesome kids, which I'm very grateful for. And uh, so anyway, so far, it started out to be a wonderful birthday and uh, and a, a great Groundhog's Day. So kind of some bizarre things going on in the world, but every day it is. Speaking of Groundhog's Day, the movie Groundhog's Day, I have felt that for the last year or last eight months. I keep thinking I'm going to wake up and it's going to be normal <laughs> and we're going to move on. But it, it looks, it just feel like I've been in this Groundhog's Day movie for eight months straight thinking, yeah, this is just a bad dream. And I, and in, in my sleep, I try to figure out, you know, how I'm going to get out of this scenario and how the world's going to get out of this. And I wake up thinking it was a dream and it starts all over again. So I don't know how many other people can relate to that, but I figure on this Groundhog's Day, I might mention that. So if other people are out there in the same dream that just won't end and uh, feeling like, you know, that you're going to wake up and it's going to be over. Um, that you're not alone, because that's how I have felt for the last uh, eight months uh, of this crazy time, the period that we're going through. So our governor, Spencer Cox, I got a couple of different things on local news, but it's not really local because this is going on all over America. He says, a more just and equitable future starts with education today. I encourage all Utahns to take time this month to learn about and recognize the importance of contributions Black Americans have made to our state and nation. And I'm not a Spencer Cox fan, but I appreciate you know his statement there because I do believe that understanding um, history and the contributions, but I hope those the history we're teaching our kids federally on a national basis as well as in our, st our state are including great people like Ben Carson, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. I, I feel like oftentimes conservatives um, that have contributed in the black community get left out of those teachings and instructions. So um, I hope that uh, that our educational curriculum, as Spencer Cox has pointed out, I hope it's including a balanced perspective of all black Americans and their contributions. And another thing that's going on is there's a, and I mentioned just a little bit about this yesterday. I think I did anyway, or at least I, I had it in my mind uh, when I mentioned about the log cabin Republicans and my support to go support the new president, uh, Ryan. And, Anyway, there's a bill going on in our legislature right now to prohibit doctors from using chemical or physical means to alter a child's body for transgender purposes. And Cox has suggested that he is going to veto this. So my friend Ryan, who's now the president of um, log cabin Republicans. This is an important, passionate cause for him, and he definitely supports this legislation. Uh, as a young boy growing up, he oftentimes dressed as a little girl and could have easily be con been c considered by his parents and others around him to possibly be uh, having a gender, a gender confusion or gender identity crisis. And uh, help proceed to to castrate and make him into a little girl in which he's very grateful that that didn't happen and is very much a man but he is a gay man that uh, does I mean so you know as we go forward you know understanding uh, the dynamics that uh, of people around us and um and recognizing that uh, people struggle in different areas and definitely uh, the gender identity um, crisis is real for people, and uh, I'm not making any judgments one way or the other, but I do feel that little kids should not make those decisions uh, prior to becoming adults. You know, Joe Rogan, a couple of years ago, made this statement. Joe Rogan's not, not a conservative. He's a liberal and one of the most open-minded people um, 
that I've listened to, and he made a statement along that lines, and he was just he was treated ruthlessly by the left because he felt that uh, children should be protected and not encouraged to make those life changing decisions until they're of age. So anyway, that's something that's going on in the state of Utah. I'm sure it's happening in other states as well. But please support this legislation and uh, in the call your House and Senate members and tell them you support this. And call Spencer Cox's office and let him know you do not want him to veto. So we'll be back on the Trump Tater to discuss the news of the day. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 406 0046. 800 406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC 83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Not a loan company. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. Uh, before I go on from my pro-life um, comments from my er- the earlier segment, I want to mention, I believe it was Honduras um, or Guatemala. It's one of the uh, countries in Central South America uh, came out and made a, um, a law against any abortions. And so then I thought about this um, this passing of federal funds being used for abortions to other countries outside of America. So I thought if we're, we're going to be punitive to countries who do not have 
friendly pro uh, pro choice stances. So anyway, it's going to be interesting to see if um, if any of our actions are punitive to these countries that are not uh, friendly to the left's agenda of pro choice. Anyway, just food for thought to be watching out there and to see how we treat these countries who may not want abortion to be a practice in their countries. Uh, though I do agree that uh, that resources being made available to the women in these countries for contraceptive is important. But abortions being forced on them, I, I don't feel like our federal dollars should go for abortions um, in any country in our country or any country outside of our country. But I definitely don't feel these countries should be um, nudged into or pushed into making that part of the law of their land. So anyway, keep an eye out for that because I have a feeling that that's going to be a problem for whichever country that was. I I can't remember offhand, but I believe it was Honduras, but uh, it could have been another country. So talking uh, impeachment, um, Lindsey Graham and, you know, I just go back and forth on Lindsey Graham because I think he's a weasel, but he tended to support Trump um, these past few years. Other than as the head of the Senate, I don't feel in the Senate's intelligence community or I don't feel he did what he should have done to protect Trump on the impeachment trials or insisting on subpoenas, even though I understand uh, you had people like Mitt Romney that was definitely a problem, but I think Lindsey could have done far more uh, to hold people accountable on the left than he did. However, uh, Lindsey is defending the president right now against impeachment, and he made the comment that if the Democrats bring up one impeachment witness, then that's opening Pandora's box for the, for the Republicans. And I hope that's true. I hope that Lindsey Graham really means what he's saying there. Uh, because I do feel like there is a Pandora's box that should be open on what led to what happened on January 6th. And it started in 2016 when an FBI agent changed an email and doctored it for a FISA warrant against Carter Page. I just remembered the name, Carter Page, uh, to be able to spy on the Trump campaign and then continued using FBI and CIA uh, and our intelligence community to come against President Trump and anyone associated with Trump. Um, Democrat and Republican establishment people uh, continued for four years to try to dismantle and undo election back in 2016. Hillary Clinton and her cronies faced no criminal charges or even... Um, any accountability for 30,000 emails that were deleted off a computer that she should have never been using for official business. Um, just no accountability whatsoever. We've seen no accountability in our intelligence community. Uh, Comey, oh, crummy Comey, um, just most arrogant individual ever who has openly um admitted to, you know, some of the crimes he's committed and, and, and acts all like, you know, he can all of a sudden his memory is really shot uh, when he's exposed on these things. Uh, Peter Zark, I mean, the list goes on. Andrew McCabe, no accountability for some, some crimes that uh, were very significant. Yet General Flynn, a very honorable three-star general uh, who was basically What's the word I'm looking for? Framed is is not the right word, but uh, uh, set up by the FBI to have an interview without proper representation. And even though the original report says he was not did not lie to the FBI, it was later altered and he was charged and his family was harassed for four years straight. Um, basically trying to get him to turn on President Trump. So these are the things that led to. And the American people that perhaps did have a, a flip switch in their head on January 6th and and uh, and went into the Capitol. And uh, but I still believe in my heart that they were provoked, that there were agitators out in the crowd, that there were people who came prepared uh, with 
both people on the far right, far left, but I definitely believe it was a combination um, to break into the Capitol and to cause this type of chaos. And then those people somehow were let off the hook and let exit the Capitol without having to expose their faces or the contents of their backpacks, uh, had Kevlar helmets on and face masks and backpacks, definitely were the people who were the agitators and uh, it's the innocent people who did not go there um, to cause that type of chaos, but went there to protest and protest against something they felt passionately about. Um, so anyway, I think, I hope the Pandora's box that uh, Senator Graham mentions will get brought up. And I hope that um, all the different things that the Democrats have said from Hollywood to our elected Democrat leaders that have been able to terrorize Trump's supporters. And when I say terrorize, I mean terrorize. I mean, in restaurants, outside of restaurants, in their homes, outside their businesses. Uh, the list goes on. I hope all those things get brought up in this impeachment trial on Antifa, who the uh, media continues to refuse to report on. I got on a site yesterday because it was mentioned in this article on um the Project Veritas uh, report on Mark Zuckerberg and some of the comments he made in Facebook. And so it was mentioned that there's this website about the most active, destructive Antifa. It's called Rose City Antifa in Portland, Oregon. And uh, sure enough, they're up and going. And I looked at all the different things that they had on their website. One, it's kind of amazing to me because we definitely live in two different worlds in two different echo chambers. Uh, so I read through a lot of their um, articles that I had not seen, but it was amazing how many proud boys and people on the right have been arrested and charged in some of these incidences that took place in uh, Seattle and Portland and these communities that basically started coming out opposing Antifa. And I see very few people in Antifa because they're all let go. Uh, the prosecutors won't file charges against them. But if you are conservative in these communities, watch out because you will be held accountable. And I'm not against anybody being held accountable. If you go out and you violently uh, destroy small businesses or police precincts, or if you start fires, if you're blocking traffic, whoever you are, uh, I believe in accountability, but uh, there seems to be just two justice systems, one for the left and one for the right in these communities. So just be cautious, my friends, if you happen to be in one of these liberal cities, liberal states, um, and know you, you're not going to be protected the same way you would be if you lived in the state of Utah or other places. So anyway, again, I just want to encourage Lindsey Graham, and I hope all of us give Lindsey a call and other people in the Senate to stand up and defend President Trump against uh, impeachment by putting by really opening Pandora's box and bringing up all the different things the Democrats and the left have done for the past four years against Republicans, against Trump supporters, the attacks they've had to endure since the very beginning, even before Trump was elected. Uh, Trump supporters going to these campaign rallies were had eggs thrown at them, had, were hit over the back of the head, were chased to their cars, had their cars vandalized, uh, were pushed. And it, it was, if you know, if you haven't seen it, you really need to get on and look at some of these videos that Trump supporters have to endure for the last four years. We'll be back on the Trump data in just a minute. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Governor Andrew Cuomo, the Democrat from New York, comes under immense scrutiny for his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. On Monday, a report details Cuomo's contentious relationship with the New York State Health Department. The Times report claimed nine top health officials resigned over the last year. The former officials allege Cuomo sidestepped their proposals for dishing out COVID-19 vaccines to residents. They added Cuomo deleted decades worth of planning. 
A hundred House Democrats are asking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to include amnesty for some illegal immigrants in the COVID relief package. The Congressional Hispanic Caucus is heading up the group of House Democrats who sent a letter to Pelosi over the weekend seeking amnesty for at least five million illegal immigrants deemed essential workers and added to the stimulus bill. Six people were arrested Monday for trespassing after altering California's iconic Hollywood sign, changing the last four letters to B-O-O-B. USA Radio News. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, You could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. President Trump is expected to give comments to the court Tuesday on the impeachment trial set to begin next week. USA Radio News' Dan Naraki has more. A week away from his second impeachment trial, former President Donald Trump announced he was bringing in a new legal team. Former Assistant U.S. Attorney Andy McCarthy tells Fox News that in a legal proceeding, that would be cause for a delay in a trial. But since impeachment is a political matter, the president's new team will have to quickly prepare their defense. They can make arguments for all kinds of things. The fact is we have to keep remembering that this is a political proceeding, not a legal one. So the normal due process rules wouldn't necessarily obtain. Uh, I think what you're seeing is the president has replaced a team that appears to have been, you know, more along the lines of a traditional legal team that wanted to put their head down and, and proceed with the case. He wants a little bit more of a public defense because it's a political proceeding. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. I'm Jamie Renda, and we're going to continue with some little tidbits of the day. Um, and, you know, I, I know the news can't report everything, so you get little things through social media and other place, uh, things. But this was on the blaze. And I'm glad that Glenn Beck um, was able to incorporate this because I think it kind of says to some degree where parts of our society is. And so th- this had a couple different things to it. It's, this happened on Thursday in California. And this is older man, 84 year old, older, and he was an Asian man was out on his driveway. And, uh, this young 19, 20 year old kid, uh, or young man ran across the street as fast as he could and just spotty slammed this 84 year old man, knocked him, you know, multiple feet. He was in the middle of the driveway and knocked him where he actually hit his head against his garage and then just walked away. He didn't take anything. It wasn't a robbery. It was just mean and spiteful. Um, now I, I don't think, you know, looking at the picture, I, unless the, unless the, somebody knew this man, I couldn't tell the man was Asian, you know, if I was across the street. So some people were suggesting that it was racially motivated and perhaps it could have been, uh, but there's a couple things in this story. Uh, I guess some of the Asian people in this community have been, uh, being targeted and have had some racist things said about them. So we've got to be careful, even though I'm 100% behind the use of a China virus or coronavirus, however you want to say it, I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily acknowledging the origin of which this virus came, especially since we're now learning for sure that it probably did come out of a laboratory and um, the impact it's had on the world. So holding China accountable I have no problem with, but we have to be careful that, again, that we don't let hate enter our hearts and that we don't develop prejudices against people based on, you know, what country they're from. So anyway, I I just want to say that because we should have no uh, dislike towards anybody in our country that's Asian descent. 
So I hope this wasn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter what the motivation was. Uh, it was a horrible, just uh, act of violence for no reason. Not that there's ever really a reason for an act of violence, but again, not even, not even taking the man's wallet or something you think of a robbery, but it was just mean and spiteful to, to injure and hurt uh, another human being. And, uh, and you see these on a regular basis these days, if you know that they're popping up and we've got to, we've got to start addressing the issues of the heart and recognizing individuals as as fellow part of humanity and uh and that starts with us and how we how we phrase and how we talk about others and how we respect our our fellow men whether uh, they're of a different race than we are different if they're different genders different gender identities these things that are now creeping up that uh that are being thrust out there that are frustrating to a lot of people. Um, and then also um, different political views, whatever it is, uh, we can't allow hate to enter our hearts that so we've got to be positive and we've got to move forward. doesn't mean we don't defend ourselves. It doesn't mean we don't stand up and fight for the things we believe in, but we've just got to be careful that we're doing it um, with the right energy and for the right purpose. But uh, I just found that that particular story quite sad because it, like I said, it had seemed to have no motive other than hate um, and the desire to inflict pain on someone. So another um, story that I was reading today is a school district um, in Wisconsin who the teachers, different, I, I guess teachers are selling different curriculums online that teachers are able to use. Um, and this kind of goes back to my feeling that we need to really stick to maybe, maybe school needs to be narrowed down at this point to really understanding science, really understanding mathematics, how to write in cursive, how to print, how to use a computer, um, some creative art, uh, some gym time, physical fitness training, understanding the importance of nutrition, good health and exercise. I'm not even to the point where I believe history <laughs> uh, can be taught effectively in schools, but <coughs> maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, but definitely a lot of the social engineering things that are being taught to our kids at school. So anyway, it's Black History Month. And again, I'm not opposed to Black History Month, but I do feel like there should be kind of a balanced set curriculum, making sure that we're teaching uh, both some of the incredible greatness of Black History Month. Uh, uh, the You know, there was a Harlem Renaissance that took place, the impact of jazz and rock and roll and things that uh, was contributed to Black musicians as well as um, the fastest rising middle class growth in the 1950s and 60s uh, were among black Americans. I mean, there's some very positive history that we should be teaching as well as some of the negative history, because I feel like that empowers um, black Americans and does not make them feel victimized all the time uh, in some of the history and the way it's taught. And especially like, again, giving credit to the Ben Carsons and the Clarence Thomasons of, of the world of conservatives uh, in the black American community. So anyway, so back to this uh, lesson that was being taught, um, they pulled this off the internet or off this site that it's a $4 a lesson that teachers pay. And, and one of the, the question on this is a slave stands before you. The slave has disrespected his master by telling him, you are not my master. How will you punish this slave? So I'm not for sure <laughs> exactly um, what they're hoping to get out of a question like that. But I, I think it, it, part of it was going back to talking about uh, how the laws were set up to keep the group of people in, in control um, at this time. It said, let me see if I can find the actual lesson plan that was behind this. The assignment was, uh, which was used for remote learning as students at a, oh, okay. The assignment also cited um, 
Hammer Burby's Code, which said that a slave in those times would be put to death for their insubordination. And so they're basically talking about some of the the things that took place at that time if a slave was insubordinate to their master. And uh, I guess trying to help make the connection that a student may not even realize, you know, what their punishment would be on. Anyway, it was just a bad assignment all the way around. And so these teachers had been put on leave or fired. I'm not for sure which ones, but uh, I think when we leave that much gray area to teachers to, to feel that they, can put in their own agendas. It's just dangerous. So anyway, just parents, be careful with what your, your students are learning. Uh, Make sure you're helping them with their homework on occasion, looking it over to see exactly what is our, our uh, school systems teaching our kids. And again, that goes both ways. I mean, that assignment, I don't feel anybody on the left or right would feel like it was appropriate. It was a, just a bad assignment altogether. So GameStop, the conversation of the week is on free fall. It is the stocks are going down. So I hope people were able to share their stocks when they're up high, at least the little guys. It says shares of GameStop plunged more than 60% on Tuesday morning, the second day of a breathtaking losses, then turned around again to erase half of the loss before tumbling again. Um I don't understand a lot of, you know, I bought some Bitcoin because my son said I should buy some Bitcoin and he bought Bitcoin a while back and he's like tripled his money on it. Um, But again, I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand a lot of these, the stocks and how they work. I mean, does this money that people are investing actually go to help that company become a stronger company or is it just strictly a format and people to be able to exchange uh, money and push something out and sell it. It's, it's kind of hard, but it, it, what I do agree with on this is that if the people, the big companies can manipulate the markets for their gain to push companies like GameStop out of business and buying them out, um, then the little people should be able to gather together to exercise their ability in these stock markets as well. So anyway, I'm not for sure how it all works. But somehow, you know, so many people around us make a lot of money or lose a lot of money on these things. And the same rule should apply, whether you're a big institution or you're a collection of small people coming together. So it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out with our legislatures, what laws that they put in to prevent something like this from happening again. Uh, and also that goes with the same with cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. If they're, if our government's going to get involved and impact how that's moving forward as well. So we'll be back on the Trump Trumpkater in just a minute. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things. 
like by a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. I, I want to do my call of action for the day. So I, want, I think I may have mentioned this the other day, but I'm just going to reemphasize it. My husband had picked out a show we were going to watch, and uh, it was a Rob Reiner show. Oh, and I had to bite my tongue on that because uh, then I said, you know, well, the, you know, I kind of hate supporting a Rob Reiner show at this point. He goes, so he goes, you know, you already have me where I can't shop at Kohl's or Bed Bath and Beyond or watch a dozen other, you know, different productions coming out. But uh, right now, one of the only things we have is speaking with our choices we make. And uh, so we ended up turning it off. You know, it's not, you know, if somebody just disagrees me with me, say I'm pro-life and they're pro-choice, I have no issue supporting them as an actress or as a business, but when they actively despise me in everything I stand for and wish ill upon me and everyone who believes the same way I do, I have no desire whatsoever to support them. And Rob Reiner is one of those guys. And it makes me sad because so many of his movies I've liked. I mean, he's been in When Harry Met Sally and A Few Good Men, uh, The Bucket List, Throw Mama from the Train, Sleep Us in Seattle. I mean, there's a lot of good movies he's been either directed or an actor in and uh but i no longer have any desire to support anything that rob reiner is involved with i i look at the impact when mike liddell's um uh my pillow was taken out of coals and out of bed bath and beyond i'm just not gonna shop there um I can speak with my dollars. It's going to save me some money. And also I'll order my, you know, I decided I'll order a couple extra pillows uh, for, we already had some my pillows, but we went ahead and ordered a couple more for our house. We need to make sure we're supporting people who hold our values that we're making sure those businesses are being successful so they can employ more people who are being pushed out of the workplace because they're, um, their belief systems don't align with their corporations and their corporations are punishing them because of those belief systems. So at this point, one of the few things that we can do is speak with our feet and with our dollars, go and support the places that align with our values. Um, and it's tough right now because I haven't made it. I did for a while. I got rid of Netflix, but it's tough. And I, that's one of the ones I've got to do right now is get rid of Netflix. So that's my next one. But uh, it's things like this that we've got to make sure that uh, if Comcast by chance happens to get rid of Newsmax or One American News, even though I don't necessarily watch those two because I don't watch the news very often on television, I'd have to get rid of my Comcast and then I have to find another Internet provider. Um, I mean, we're just going to have to be really tough on that because that's the that's the main area that we have control over is how we're spending our dollars. And so just be mindful, you, you know, you don't have to 
you know, do everything, but pick, you know, a handful of things you're going to make sure that you're not going to support and a handful of things that you are going to support. And then as time goes on, you can add to that. Um, I mean, like right now, our NBA and our NFL teams have also crossed the lines on letting us know who they want their fans to be and who they don't want their fans to be. Um, so these are these are tough calls for people uh, to make. So anyway, make the calls where you can. And, you know, obviously, you're gonna, you know, there's maybe some areas that you're going to choose not to, but. I'm about to sneeze, so excuse me. I started to turn it on mute, but then you couldn't hear me talk either. <laughs> so anyway, there are there are there we do have power, and uh, we have power in a lot of things that we do. Uh, we have power in making sure we're supporting local people standing for things that we believe in. That brings me to a story that I didn't get to today, but it's a someone on the, the state school board that is being criticized because they do not support critical race theory being taught. Now, this person may go a little bit more uh, to the right on some issues than I do, uh, but nonetheless, I believe she should have a voice on um, in our school system, and she her voice should not be shut down. Strictly because she is proposing things, you know, a few years ago, uh, most anybody on the school board would have proposed. So both on critical race theory and she's also has some issues on some instruction on gay and uh, homosexual issues. I do have great compassion that in the state of Utah, we have a very high suicide rate and we have a very high suicide rate in our youth who struggle with gender identity and with homosexuality. So I do feel that we have to find ways to make sure that we reach out and help these young people. I'm not for sure in what role the school plays on that or if it's more community resources. Uh, so some of the criticism was, you know, pushed towards her on that. And the other criticism was pushed towards her on, um, on her being opposed to critical race theory. And I, I'm scrolling through to find this lady's name. Do you know who I'm talking about, Brian? Just a second. Here it is. I found it. Natalie J. Klein. So if you want to look up Natalie and throw some support her way and make sure our school board knows that we do want diverse opinions of thought. And because uh, that's what's going to is there they're debating both you know, these issues is finding that right balance um, that's needed. Um, and so if you get rid of anyone who has any opposing views, you're never, you know, you're going to go so far in one direction that it's going to be healthy too. So we've got to have people. And I think that's one of the things I like about Jordan Peterson. So another plug for Jordan Peterson, he talks about the need both for the left and the right for the chaos and for the order. And uh, that balance is essential. And so right now we had this purging of the right going on, um, any voices on the right. So I haven't read enough about Natalie Klein to know exactly what all her views are, but I have read enough to know that she seems like a good person and somebody that is uh, chosen to represent uh, the school board. This is uh, in District 11 and uh, really being criticized because she's opposing uh, critical race theory and also some issues in, in which they uh, teach on um, on homosexual uh, issues as well. So read up on that, but definitely, you know, call the school board and let them know that uh, we want diverse opinions. That doesn't mean we always align exactly with those opinions of thought, but that we would like to make sure that uh, people are not getting purged from the school boards because they speak up and want to have a debate and conversation. So again, that's Natalie J. Klein, Utah State School Board. Uh, reach out and try to support her and uh, support freedom of thought and freedom of discussion is really what we're supporting here. So call of action for today, again, is try to find businesses that align with your values and make sure you're supporting those businesses or at least businesses that stay neutral and apolitical and businesses that openly are hostile towards conservatives 
try to spend as little as you can with those businesses. It's been really tough because I'm have got a, addicted to shopping online. I find it easier, but I'm trying to make sure that I'm cutting down and not shopping online with Amazon uh, very much, except for some critical things that right now I need. So for the next foreseeable future, I'm slowing my shopping down or coming to a halt on Amazon. And uh, again, no Bed Bath & Beyond, no Kohl's, uh, no Nike. Um, there's a lot of different areas that uh, that we can cut back on. And again, it's going to save save a lot of money, <laughs> which we can put to other things right now at this time in life, supporting local businesses that are st- struggling and trying to stay in business. Uh, go out and support those. And again, get on get on your email, get on your phone, call your school board members call the state school board and tell them we support freedom of thought and freedom of discussion and that we want Natalie Klein to stay on the school board and, and be able to have a voice um, to discuss these very important issues that are taking place in our educational system. So again, today is Groundhog's Day and the Groundhog has said we're going to have six more weeks of winter so you get to go out and hopefully enjoy a little bit more uh, skiing if you have ski passes and but more importantly we need water and we need snowpack here in utah so pray for some additional snow hopefully we can get it all over with in a couple of weeks and have a couple of really good snowstorms and uh, maybe not stretch winter out quite so long so we'll be back tomorrow on the trump tater and kind of See how this impeachment's kind of creeping along and what the defense mechanisms are that uh, President Trump's going to use. I almost wish we can kind of do a shout out for a million people to go to Washington again and support President Trump during this impeachment. But I just don't even know how we would be um, treated once we got there. So but I definitely hope there are some supporters that will be in Washington and supporting President Trump during this impeachment trial. So we'll be back tomorrow on the Trump Data. Thank you.